The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save. And save and win. Now it's time to talk Braves, Falcons, and college football with a deep South college football legend. It's the Buck Baloo Show, exclusively on The Fan. Everybody, it's the Buck Baloo Show on the Fan 680 and 93.7. We're streaming at 680thefan.com. Get that Fan Mobile app. Driven by Beaver Toyota, Beaver Direct, the fastest and easiest way to shop online for your next car. Visit BeaverToyotaofcoming.com and see what wow really means. Ten o'clock hour on the Fan, brought to you by our good friends at the Howe Baron Law Group. And we are live today at the Touchdown Club of Atlanta's meeting at Maggiano's in Buckhead. Guest speaker is going to be David Cutcliffe. Now, if you're wondering who is David Cutcliffe, well, Coach Cut, at last check, was the head coach at Duke. And he was Peyton Manning's quarterback coach, offensive coordinator up at Tennessee. So right now it's the quiet before the storm, much like the game at Sanford Stadium on Saturday. We've got an empty ballroom and last-second preparations going on for the Touchdown Club of Atlanta meeting. we got Road Dog in the house. He's our roadshow engineer today, and uh, we've got Nerney engineering things back at the studio along with our associate producer, Derek Thomas. That said... Let's get the Bucks big take. Bucks big take. It was a bad fit and a bad hire. And it's put Auburn in a tough spot to dig out of this. This once proud program has fallen under Harson, and I wonder if they can get up. Why was Harson a bad fit? because he had no recruiting contacts in the Deep South. His first recruiting class at Auburn was the worst in over a decade. And now reports are circulating about how he never never stepped foot on many Alabama high school campuses. The Montgomery newspaper did a poll involving 14 Alabama high schools and seven admitted Harson was a no-show on their campus. They never saw him once. The results are obvious. A drop in talent level translated into a drop in winning. Harson departs with the Tigers on a five-game losing streak. He leaves with a record of 9-12, and 4-9 in the SEC. Tigers fans, well, they've lost hope, and Harson had to go. He does leave with a buyout that totals $15.3 million, and half of that is due in the next 30 days. Merry Christmas, Brian Harson. And did I mention that Auburn is still paying off Malzahn? I understand they have paid $45 million off for departed head coaches over the last five years. 
And Buck's Big Take is brought to you by our good friends at the Haug Baron Law Group. And they are your champions of personal injury law. If you need to win your personal injury case, go to championshiplaw.com. Yeah, it's tough over at Auburn right now. And he uh, spoke a lot about after the show yesterday. Got some calls about the Mississippi State athletic director taking the Auburn job. And that uh, process of hiring Auburn's next head coach is already underway. And we'll have more on the Auburn uh, top coaching candidates a little later in the show. Right now, though, I want to talk about Coach Vince Dooley. So we lost a great American and uh, the greatest Bulldog passed away last week, my head coach at Georgia. And let's go to the Hobson & Hobson newsmaker line, bring on Andre Lamont. Booker T. Washington High School grad, now a film and TV producer and director here in Metro Atlanta. And he's going to give us a view on uh, Coach Dooley off the field, a renaissance man, head coach, athletic director, military historian, horticulturist. Let's hear about the other side of the Hall of Fame football coach with Andre. Andre, we appreciate you coming on today, man. Appreciate you bringing me on, Buck. Hey, tell us about your encounter with Vince Dooley. Uh, You invited Coach to come out and speak at your high school. What happened? Tell us what you learned. Well, I started when we were going to do an interview uh, on Calvin Monk-Jones, who's the first African-American to be a coach at UGA, and I had to find someone who could, you know, deliver the story for us on camera. So I reached out, didn't know anything about how to get in contact with Coach. And I Googled him and saw where he was the chairman on the Georgia Historical Society, and I was a little shocked. And I was like, wow, why is he on there? Looked it up and found he had a master's degree in history at Auburn back in the day. And like you said, I saw the Marine information, and he's also, he talked to me later about being a math lover. And I reached out to him, and, and right off the rip, he said, hey, I'll do it. When do you want to do it? He showed up at the corner office book at Kennesaw State College where he was a football consultant people forget for ksu which may be one of the reasons they have a winning record from day one and that's what we interviewed him and that's where the relationship started after that i said coach you know i got to bring you over to the school to the legendary booker t washington high and he said hey andre i'm there i want to see the statue i want to see the school i want to see everything and we came over and i said coach i don't want to talk football i want to talk about the young man staying out of trouble when they get to the high school uh, when he leave high school to get these prominent college programs and go into the pros, he said, Andre, I'm down. Let's do it. No problem at all. And I said, well, Coach, I want to bring Rashad over to Jones. He said, no, no, let me let me make a suggestion. This is your game. But, look, these boys need spiritual enlightenment every day when they're playing this game. He said, I know about that. Let me come this week. Let Jones come the next week. And that's when I realized who he was, and he was the man for the job. So he came over. We sat down one-on-one in front of the football team, and a lot of the male athletes, and we talked about being a professional off-the-field business ventures, coaching ventures, everything but football because we were trying to let them know if it doesn't work, and even if it does down the road, you need to turn back and, and to your education, and there's a job for you in sports behind the scenes as well. And from that point on, we just became the best of friends. Uh, he came over, we met, and talked about creating a sports radio talk show again, but driving up from Athens to come and meet with us, me and my partner, JT, and, and it was a wonderful thing. And then when he uh, was named, when they named the field after him, he said, uh, Lamar, come on down. 
We got to have you come down. Come down the day before. First thing in the morning, come by the house. I go by the house book, and, and, and it's a little gathering of people there that morning. And uh, we walked around the house. He showed me around the house. He said, you know what, let me tell you now. It didn't look like this when I moved. I said, well, Coach, you don't have to tell me that. He said, I'm just letting you know. So he was always a jovial guy, Buck. I had no idea he was so jovial, so cool, and yet so funny with everything. But he was always there for us, even when I saw him last at the uh, Chick-fil-A game went against Oregon, and I caught him on the field after the birthday cake, went to the suite, took a picture, and that's when I last saw it, actually spoke to him. And uh, he's going to be missed in my book, Buck. Well, you had to be blown away. Uh, many of these head football coaches wouldn't be taking the time to do these things. Uh, what is it uh, is now we're, we're honoring uh, the man, the, the legend, uh, what is it you admire about Vince Dooley? What I admired about him was that how he treated people when we were around him and how, how he was just a, a, a down-earth guy. I, when we interviewed Coach K up at Durham in his office, I was so proud of it. The first person I actually called but I called Coach Dooley. I said, Coach, I just interviewed Coach K up at Durham. He said, you did? He said, Lamont, that's big. He said, let me ask you a question. He said, I heard he's got a nice setup up there. I said, Coach, he does. And we are, here we are gossiping about Coach K's setup there and doing, but <laughs> that's the kind of guy he was, and he was just like a like a dude, you know, and and it was so fun. He would call me sometimes. He said, I'm down here. I'm at a historical site down here on Auburn Avenue. I'm looking at the uh, insurance, the Atlanta Life Insurance Company, and I said, Coach, you down? He said, yeah, Lamont, I ran into some people who may have gone to Washington High and know you, and I brought your name up, and it was a great thing. And I said, well, you know, you're across the street from the Auburn Avenue Research Library. He said, that's what that is? I said, just go over there, tell them who you are. He said, I'm on it. <laughs> so he was just always interested, the other side of him, but uh, when it came to history. You know they got the uh, the teaching fellowship named after him at the Georgia Historical Society there. And uh, it's for uh, someone who's doing the work, putting in the work to tell history the way it should be told here in the state of Georgia and around the world. So uh, the other side of him, I had no idea about his adamant love for history. No matter what it was, he was there. He was there to support you. And, and the fact that he would just call back whenever, you know, and it was just like having a friend I never really knew about, you know, and uh, it was enlightening. It was always enlightening. It was like having a coach in history, you know. What a wonderful tribute, Andre. I, man, I, I so appreciate you reaching out to me and then sharing this on the show today. Uh, tell us about your career. Had, What's I going on, to, man? I had to. I had to. Well, you know, with me, we're still trying to get the documentary done. It's hard because a lot of people don't know the legacy of a school like Washington High because it doesn't exist much. Uh, only probably Cass Tech in Detroit has another legacy like Washington High. So we're doing that. And, you know, uh, I'm still making films here and there. I got a film coming out soon. And, of course, I'm working at Mercedes-Benz and, and, and in-game production down there. It's a wonderful place to work. You got to come by and holler at us next time you're down there because, you know, we do a great job down there because, it's a big responsibility and a great facility, as you know. So I'm out here trying to make things happen, but I will always remember the relationship with Coach and because, you know, he taught me to take the history thing so serious. And, and the day he came over to the school, but we had Coach Calvin Monk-Jones in the room. It was historic. And so it was just a great thing, a great time. I have nothing but uh, great memories with Coach from top to bottom. It was always a great time, always a jovial time. And always fun, and he always tried to help me with what we were trying to do whenever there was an opportunity. And it was just a pleasure to be a part of history along the way with him. 
Andre, your story lifts my spirits today as we uh, deal with his death. And uh, continued success, man. Look forward to seeing you down the road. Appreciate you, man. We'll talk soon. Andre Lamont, obviously my thoughts and prayers continue to go out to Barbara, Coach Dooley's wife and his children and the entire family. Uh, Coach Dooley's going to be missed, but obviously with stories like that, won't be forgotten. There's no doubt about it. All right, coming up on the other side, we'll dive into the Georgia-Tennessee showdown coming up on Saturday and got a conversation with Bulldog right offensive tackle Warren McClendon. The Bulldog Roundtable, that's coming up. We're live at the Touchdown Club of Atlanta meeting at Maggiano's in Buckhead. It's the Buck Blue Show on the fans, 680 and 93.7. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save. And save and win. Spring is here and baseball is back. You can't forget the derby. I love the hats. Do you have yours yet? My hat? I treated myself to a whole outfit. If you want to be able to treat yourself, then you should check out the Nest Savings Account at LGE Community Credit Union, where they want you to reach your savings goals faster. Take it from a pair of 680 The Fan wives. Head to lgeccu.org to find out what makes their team number one in Georgia. Tuesday morning, man, we appreciate you hanging out with us. 10 to 11, Monday through Friday. And we got to move fast. With that one hour. Wanted to mention the Hawks, too. I checked out the Hawks last night. What an ugly loss in Toronto. We lost by 30. 30. Raptors own us, by the way. Turning the ball over left and right, leading to easy scores. Uh, allowed 13 steals in the game. My goodness. What an ugly loss for our Atlanta Hawks. Want to talk Georgia-Tennessee. Big game coming up on Saturday. And last night I had a chance uh, after I turned the Hawks off, and that was before the game was over, obviously. I uh, went upstairs, got on the computer, and watched last year's Georgia-Tennessee game, which the Bulldogs won going away. Body slammed the Volunteers in that game up in Knoxville. And I know it's Heupel's first year, but I believe you can learn some things, uh, why, some things that would transcend into this year's game. And it seems like a lot of Bulldog fans are concerned about Tennessee taking down the Bulldogs. And after seeing last year's game again, I'm not as concerned that those things are going to happen. Now, the loss of Nolan Smith is huge. As we understand, the torn peck is going to keep him out for the rest of the season. I think a low-grade Torn pack. We're talking four to six weeks. Uh, medium grade uh, tear. I think three to four months. And obviously, he must have ripped the thing completely off the bone. Uh, repair success is ninety percent, from what I understand. 
just doing a little research last night. But Nolan Smith, the dog's best pass rusher, going up against a team that loves to throw it around. Nolan with 16 quarterback pressures, three sacks. And let me tell you, the, the drop-off from Nolan Smith to the second-string dude is like the Tallulah Gorge. I mean, it is huge. So I'm not sure how the Bulldogs are going to be able to replace Nolan Smith. Now, the leadership, I, I believe that the leadership will still be in place. If you saw the game down in Jacksonville this past Saturday, you saw even after Nolan Smith came out of the game, he was there on the sideline interacting with his teammates, the defenders, the defense, and the leadership was still there. But I'm telling you, the on-the-field part, from significant drop-off from where they're going right now. So looking forward to seeing how this defensive staff is going to replace Nolan Smith starting on Saturday. You know, I heard a couple of weeks ago, I heard Kirby Smart talking in a press conference about uh, how to defend the Tennessee Volunteers offense, that the the key, if I remember correctly, was being able to defend their running game with the defensive linemen and the inside linebackers, not committing extra help from the secondary to come up and help them defend the run, that you are making a mistake if you're committing defensive backs to come up and be a part of the stuff-in-the-run game plan. So it's going to be huge to see this Georgia defensive line and then Dumas Johnson and hopefully Smile Mondin, uh, those inside linebackers along with the defensive line, uh, being able to hold up against that Tennessee run game. That's going to be one of the big keys in the game. And then when you're talking about red zone and short yardage situations, that is when Tennessee turns their quarterback loose in the run game. Hendon Hooker with a quarterback counter, the quarterback draw, the zone read. Red zone and short yardage is when Hooker really makes a big difference running with the football. So it's a tremendous challenge, especially with Nolan Smith out of there. The Volunteers offensively, they do a great job of stressing defenses, and they do that, number one, by splitting four wide receivers. Many, Much of the time you got two receivers to the left and two receivers to the right, and Boy, they split all the way out there to the sideline. I mean, Saturday, you'll see these Tennessee receivers, they're split so wide that if that guy Kirby has, uh, his job is to grab Kirby by the belt and pull him back off the field. These receivers for Tennessee are split out so wide that they could reach out and shake Kirby's hand. And they do that to allow their run game to have a little more green grass, a little more open space to get that running game going. By the way, last season, Georgia's defense against Tennessee allowed 60 yards rushing, 60. Did a great job, the defensive line and the inside linebackers of shutting down that Tennessee run game. Dogs held them to 10 points with three minutes, 30 seconds left in the ball game. Pressure will be applied to the Georgia cornerbacks, too, and we haven't really seen that this year so far. 
Ringo and Lassiter going to be put on an island out there. Going to have to play well. Going to have to hold up. And Tennessee puts pressure on the cornerbacks in two ways. Number one, the quick pass. Where the corner is going to have to fight off a block and then make the tackle. Which is tough. And then the other way they put stress on the corner is these vertical shots down the field. Georgia's going to have to present or prevent these explosive plays vertically down the field. Uh, yeah, not really uh, complicated in their scheme and what they do, but it does stress out the defense. Hooker, by the way, played his worst game of the season last year against Georgia. Ran the ball seven, uh, 17 times for seven yards. Georgia handled his running part of his skill set. He was sacked six times, turned the ball over twice. Here's a guy that doesn't turn the ball over very much. Hooker looking to play better this year. Let's flip it around, look at the Georgia offense last season against the Vols defense. Stetson Bennett heard him running around last season. His mobility drove Tennessee's defense crazy. Ran eight times for 40 yards and a touchdown. Stetson constantly avoiding pressure, getting out of the pocket, getting out on the perimeter, breaking containment, and hurting Tennessee's defense. Georgia also involved their running back in their passing game, which drove the Volunteers' defense crazy. Cook had a monster game against them last season. He's now playing in the NFL. Had a tough touchdown catch. McIntosh can do the same things James Cook did in this game a year ago. Cook went over 100 yards rushing. Look for McIntosh, who uh, appears to be at the top of his game, to be a featured part of the game plan on Saturday. Georgia's pass protection was really good against Tennessee last year. A lot of the time, Stetson had a clean pocket to work with. Georgia ended up running it for 275 yards, six and a half yards per carry, four touchdowns, rushing touchdowns. Now, they had Ad Mitchell in the game, and so far, Georgia has not had him. I wonder what kind of impact that will make on this year's game plan, not having access, or or hopefully they will, uh, Mitchell at that X-wide receiver spot, driving them a little bit crazy. But I feel a little better today after watching last year's game last night. Georgia with some great schemes on defense to try to slow down this Tennessee offense. And offensively, Todd Monken with a superior plan a year ago, and, and I'm just expecting him to come up with another big-time plan this year. Let's get to a Deep South college football bounce. Got some other games going on. It's not just Georgia-Tennessee. We got Florida and Texas A&M. They're teeing it up at noon on ESPN. Disappointing seasons for both the Gators and the Aggies. Billy Napier, did you see, had to pull the trigger on Brenton Cox, the former Bulldog, uh, Metro Atlanta kid, kicked off the team. Boy, I tell you, that's embarrassing when you get kicked off the team. Reportedly throwing some punches, the last, that last check against Georgia down in Jacksonville. 
in the end zone after a Kenny McIntosh rushing touchdown. Uh, Brenton Cox, an accumulation of wrongdoings. I mean, nobody's really releasing what the, the real deal is, but Cox uh, didn't hesitate to apply or declare for the NFL draft immediately. A&M a three-point favorite. Goodness. Gators have fallen, man. Alabama and LSU under the lights in Baton Rouge Saturday night, 7 o'clock kickoff in that one. Brian Kelly, first crack at Alabama and Nick Saban in the SEC. Saban, by the way, turning 71 yesterday. Happy birthday, Coach. Tide has won 10 of the last 11 in this series. Can you still call it a rivalry? I hear a lot of people ask that when one side dominates. Uh, the, the rub in this game, and uh, the big key in this game, LSU obviously playing uh, pretty good football right now. Jaden Daniels, their quarterback, playing at a high level. But LSU's got two freshman offensive tackles. And do I need to remind you who they're going to face Saturday night? Will Anderson Jr., Dallas Turner coming off the edge. Jaden Daniels, you might want to rest up. You're going to be running around a lot on Saturday night. Mississippi State and Auburn in Starkville, 7.30 kickoff. Mississippi State looking to win and stop the slide. Auburn just in transition as Cadillac Williams takes over as the interim head coach. Mississippi State favored by 13. Those cowbells are going to provide a little bit of an advantage. And under Leach... When those dogs score 30 or more, they're 12-0. There's your magic number. Number 30 for Mississippi State. Got Clemson and Notre Dame on Saturday night, 7.30 on NBC. That one's going on in Notre Dame. And I'm looking to see if DJU's going to bounce back. A lot of poor decisions against Syracuse. Got him jerked out of the game. They put that freshman quarterback out there. Clemson able to come back and salvage a victory. They're coming off of a bye. Two weeks to get ready for Notre Dame, who's looking to run it, by the way. Their last five games, they've averaged 230 yards a game rushing, five yards a carry. That Clemson defense better get ready to stop the run. And how about Clemson in the red zone? They scored 38 of 39 trips, but they're not satisfied because 10 of those 38 Scores were field goals. Come on, man. You got to score touchdowns. Got FSU and Miami Saturday night. Got a lot of action going on on Saturday night this week. Wake Forest and NC State. 8 o'clock kickoff in Raleigh. Really interesting quarterback matchup there. Sam Hartman doing outstanding things. And my man, MJ Morris. I'm assuming gets his first start for the Wolfpack. Georgia Tech and Blacksburg taking on Virginia Tech. Hokies favored by two and a half in that one. Some of which, uh, some of these things uh, we mentioned here as we bounce around going on this Saturday in college football. And then Friday night, we got it going on too. Final week of Friday night football powered by Georgia Power. We're all season long. We're going to bring you the best high school football action from around the state of Georgia. Tune in to the fan and the fan app and listen in for the Friday night football game of the week. This week, we've got a big one, man. North Gwinnett, the Bulldogs, 
Taking on uh, Norcross High and the Blue Devils. Kickoff at 7.30. Uh, join us for the uh, play-by-play starting then at, uh, with Carl World and Doug Conkle. Then after the game, stay tuned for the scoreboard show and bracket reveal show with Mooneyham West, Joseph, and Baum. This Friday night football game of the week and the Georgia High School scoreboard show are powered by Georgia Power, presented by Truist. Marco's Pizza, the University of West Georgia, and Fox 5 Atlanta. Let's get to the Bulldog Roundtable. Sat down with Warren McClendon earlier this week, and uh, here's that interview. The fan is proud to be the official sports talk station of the dogs, and it's time for Bulldog Roundtable with Buck Baloo. 25, 20, 45, 15, 10, 5, get in there, touchdown! Bulldog Roundtable is proudly presented by Georgia's own credit union. Haug Law Group, Georgia Pack and Load, Stat Hero, T-Mobile, and by attorney Ken Nugent. And that's going to be the ball game. Georgia will win this ball game. Only on the fan, 680 and 93.7 FM. Joining me now is Bulldog offensive lineman Warren McClendon. And Warren, being a South Georgia guy, I know that Florida game is meaningful. Congratulations. How do you feel about the big win? Thank you. I feel good. You know, it was good to go down there to Jacksonville, get the win, and come back, you know, get ready for this week coming up. All right, you're eight games into the season. How's that body holding up, man? You know, it's good, you know. You know, a uh, little bruises here and there, but, you know, that's what you expect, you know, playing at SEC and then being, being in week eight, you know, just getting treatment and stuff and being ready for the next week. Yeah, you're a veteran. You know what to expect on these deals. And I know you're oh, yeah. expecting this is the quiet before the storm, this week as the Volunteers hit town uh, for a big showdown game at Sanford Stadium on Saturday. Uh, I know you've been in some of these big games before. The campus, you expecting the campus to be electric this week, I would imagine. Oh, yeah, I'm expecting it to be really hyped up this week, everybody to be ready to go for Saturday. And I know the atmosphere Saturday is going to be crazy. You know, the fans are going to show up and they're going to be uh, loud and ready for to see a good, you know, good game. Hey, the offensive line's looking strong, and, Gosh, I expected it to be coming into the season. How do you feel about where you guys are right now? You know, I think we've been playing really well lately, you know, but we still have uh, little things here and there that we need to fix up and get uh, clean up and stuff like that. And we'll get in the day, we'll, you know, watch film and stuff and get ready for uh, this week. How how you feel about the offense at this point in time in the season? Uh, eight games in, I mean, you guys are balanced. You can run it. You can throw it. Mm-hmm. Multiple playmakers. I you know, looks like from the outside looking in, you guys up front are playing well. Uh, you feeling confident about your side of the ball? Oh, yeah, yes, sir. You know, uh, lately we've been having a good balance, you know, running the ball, passing the ball, you know, and that's what it takes to have a good offense. You know, if you can't run the ball, you can't throw the ball, and luckily we've been having, you know, a good balance to where we can do both. Warren, what do you appreciate about Stetson Bennett, your quarterback, and the, the job he does? Oh, yeah, he always overprepares, you know, he's v- becoming very vocal, you know, he's making sure everybody's in the right thing, you know, in the right play, and we're all on the right, you know, right um, route, and, you know, just making sure everybody's locked in and stuff like that. I spoke with a, a big-time offensive lineman one time, and I asked him what he wanted out of his quarterback, and I was expecting him to say something about, you know, he, he doesn't whine or cry when he gets sacked or anything like that. No, he said... He, want, uh, he wants a quarterback that gets the ball out on time. Does that make sense to you? 
Uh, yeah, you know, some routes, uh, some routes take longer than others. But you know, being an offensive lineman, you know, we take pride in keeping our quarterback, you know, clean and keeping him up off the ground. So if we have to strain a little bit longer than we normally have to, then that's okay as long as you know we get the ball out. Warren, best of luck in the game, man. We appreciate your time. Thank you. Good talking with Warren McClendon this week. 680 The Fan at First Horizon Bank are pleased to announce the inaugural casino night coming up Saturday, November 12th at Motor Cars of Atlanta. It's going to benefit Atlanta Community Food Bank. Admission, 125 bucks a person. We've got uh, eats from... Uh, Palette Catering and Design Cold Corona and at the end you'll cash out and cash in on some amazing prizes. Want to be a part of the fun? Head over to 680thefan.com slash casino and reserve your spot. Thanks to our sponsors. We've got First Horizon Bank, D. Geller and Sons Jewelers, Georgia Swarm, Corona, Harris, Cherokee Casino and Resort. Beto's Tacos, Kroger, PGA Tour Superstore, Atlanta Audio and Automation, Georgia Natural Gas, and the Haug Baron Law Group. We'll come back with a nugget. Got those Auburn head coaching candidates. Stick around for that. It's the Buck Blue Show. We're live at the Touchdown Club of Atlanta meeting at Maggiano's and Buckhead. Still nobody's arrived yet, but we're waiting on them. It's the Blue Show here on the fan, 680 and 93.7. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. Spring is here and baseball is back. You can't forget the Derby. I love the hats. Do you have yours yet? My hat? I treated myself to a whole outfit. If you want to be able to treat yourself, then you should check out the Nest Savings Account at LGE Community Credit Union, where they want you to reach your savings goals faster. Take it from a pair of 680 The Fan Wives. Head to lgeccu.org to find out what makes their team number one in Georgia. It's a wonderful Tuesday here on the Buck Blue Show. Got me and Road Dog hanging out at the Touchdown Club of Atlanta meeting, which I believe gets underway in an hour or two. David Cutcliffe going to speak to the group today. Wish I could stick around for that. But uh, Falcons fans, if you're a school teacher and could use an extra $500, attorney Ken Nugent and Grady Jarrett want to help you out this football season for each Falcons game. Ken is donating $500 to teachers throughout Georgia to register to win. Go to attorneykennugent.com. One call, that's all. And don't forget to tune in and catch Grady with the locker room every Tuesday at 8.30 as you get to uh, recap the previous week's action. And, boy, it got a little heated in there this morning. I think they asked him about that touchdown catch three or four times, and he was having none of it. Ken Nugent and Grady Jarrett doing some great things for these school teachers, though. And that is awesome. Let's get to a college football nugget, nerdy. 
tasty. It's time for the College Football Nugget. Presented by your locally owned and operated Ace Hardware. Find your neighborhood store at acehardware.com. All right, so Brian Harrison gone over at Auburn. He should have recruited a little bit better. And so he leaves with a check for over $15 million. Merry Christmas, Coach. And Auburn now with this new athletic director coming over from Mississippi State. Cohen, I believe his name is. They will start their search for a new head coach. Now, there's an A-list, and as I understand it, here's the A-list. Coach Prime, Deion Sanders. Everybody's talking about it. Now, would that be one of these high-risk, high-reward situations with Coach Prime? Tell you what, he seemingly is doing a great job where he's at right now, just dominating. Coaching these guys up tough. And Dion's probably wondering just how much money Auburn has left. So Coach Prime in the mix. He's on that A-list. How about Urban Meyer? Now, I've got a one-word response on this one. Seriously? Seriously. And then Lane Kiffin. He's a Jimmy Sexton a uh, client, and you know Sexton's work in the room over there at Auburn. And you're wondering if you're wondering why Lane Kiffin would leave Ole Miss and go to Auburn. He's got Ole Miss rocking and rolling. Uh, perhaps Auburn with a higher ceiling than Ole Miss. Perhaps give him a, a chance to win a national championship, solidify his coaching legacy. Uh, maybe Auburn uh, is going to pay more money than Ole Miss would. Uh, there's no maybe about that. If Auburn has some money left, they would definitely pay more than Ole Miss is paying. And then Lane Kiffin maybe would retire Nick Saban if he took the Auburn job. Huh? I mean, he would always be known as a guy that, that chased Nick Saban out of Alabama. There's your A-list, ladies and gentlemen. Now, the B-list looks like this. Jeff Grimes, the Baylor offensive coordinator, a Broyles Award finalist, highly respected as an assistant coach, never been a head coach. He was Gene Chiswick's offensive line coach when Chiswick was the head coach at Auburn not too long ago, 2009 to 2012. So, you know, he knows the landscape over there on the plains. How about Mike Gundy at Oklahoma State? Looks uh, from the outside looking in, man, it looks like uh, Gundy's in need of a fresh start, especially after what happened last weekend. How about Matt Rule? He's available. Got some experience at Baylor, did a fine job there, not so much in Charlotte. I think he's a little bit of a knucklehead. I wouldn't be hiring him. Uh, Jamie Chadwell, under the radar, running that fun offense there at Coastal Carolina. He's got head coaching experience, maybe ready for the next step. And then Hugh Freeze, baby. Don't forget about Freeze. Didn't he just sign a new contract with Liberty? Eight years, $40 million, if my memory serves me correct. And Hugh Freeze, you know, he had some missteps, obviously. But he did beat Alabama twice at Ole Miss. That gets... Uh, 
boost, uh, gets those top boosters at Auburn paying attention when you can beat Alabama. Auburn's top candidates, as I understand it, many of these names I just mentioned are on the list. And Auburn's ready to pay. They got deep pockets over there. Some deep, deep pockets. Hey, the pro football season in full swing, and so is the 680 The Fan, Harris, Cherokee Casino and Resorts, Tailgate Central, Dirty Bird Tailgates. You can join us Sunday before the Falcons-Chargers game for another free tailgate. Don't you like the free? Party takes the corner of uh, Marietta Street and Centennial Olympic Park Drive. From 10 to 1, you got to be 18 to attend because we're serving up cold Corona, Modelo. We've got some uh, Stewart's uh, spoked seltzers uh, and fresh-made libations from Larceny Bourbon, Deep Eddie Vodka, amazing food from WNB Factory and live music by all that. Tickets are free while they last. And to get yours, uh, you need to go to 680thefan.com slash tailgatecentral. Huge thanks to Corona, Modelo Especial, Larceny Bourbon, Harrah's, WNB Factory, Georgia Power, Stewart's, Spiked Seltzers, and Lidl Food Market. I believe it's time for the final word. And we're getting clean. Hey, man, it's November the 1st. Where did October go? November the 1st. And so many of you are going to start your Christmas shopping. And you've probably got, uh, you know, a dad or a husband that are big Georgia fans. And want to throw it out there, man. I've got my new book out there, Inside the Hedges. Make a great Christmas gift for the Bulldog fan in your life. Want to invite you to get that. You can go to InsideTheHedges.com or you can go to one of the book signings. And I've got one coming up on Thursday. We're going back to the South Side, brother. Who said Baloo didn't like the South Side? We're heading to 81 North Kitchen and Tap in McDonough. Be there Thursday from 6 to 8. Want to invite you to come on by. You don't have to pay for the shipping and handling when you show up in person. And get that great Christmas gift for the Bulldog in your life. Talk a lot about Coach Dooley and our relationship in the book. So hopefully we'll see you at 81 North Kitchen and Tap in McDonough on Thursday. We've got some others coming up. I'll tell you about some other time. And uh, there's your final word today on the show. Hey, we've got some incredible podcasts out there. I'm working on my uh, episode 73. Hopefully it's going to drop tomorrow. I want you to check that out. The podcast part brought to you by Associated Credit Union. It's got your football season covered like Bucks Beat. As I mentioned, it'll drop later this week. We'll take a look at the Georgia-Tennessee game, do a deep dive there. So uh, Touchdown Club of Atlanta meeting is going to happen at some point. Again, nobody's arrived yet, but they're coming to hear Coach Cutcliffe today. For Road Dog, our road show engineer, Sean Nurney and Derek Thomas back in the studio. Hope you have a great rest of the day, everybody. Nick and Chris are coming up next here on The Fan. Thank you, Buck. Okay, thanks a lot, Buck. 
The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save and save and win. Spring is here and baseball is back. You can't forget the Derby. I love the hats. Do you have yours yet? My hat? I treated myself to a whole outfit. If you want to be able to treat yourself, then you should check out the Nest Savings Account at LGE Community Credit Union, where they want you to reach your savings goals faster. Take it from a pair of 680 The Fan wives. Head to lgeccu.org to find out what makes their team number one in Georgia. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com.